0: Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Schultz. On Thursday this week, we heard from head coach Pete Carroll and general manager John Schneider as they gave their pre-draft press conference. And one of the things that the Seahawks do that's really cool, they put out the phone calls after the draft of their discussions with the players when they make the call to the particular players. And it's a a very cool thing that they do each and every year. So be sure to check that out if, if you haven't been watching those already. But they were asked which ones of their favorite draft calls that they've made over the years.
1: Bruce was awesome. Yeah. Bruce was a cool one for me personally, because I had a lot of background with him, you know, and he'd been through a lot of hard stuff, a lot of big time life challenges. And, and to let him know that he was a number one pick, that was, that was important because I, I missed him as a, as a Trojan. You know, we tried to get him couldn't get it done. And uh, so for me, it was, a you know, we, we won that one because we finally got him. But that was one I'd always be grateful for, that was cool.
2: I would say, uh, you know, Russell's call. Yeah. You know, that was a That was a huge one.
1: Over for Russell Okun,
2: sorry. I apologize to <laughs> Russ. Jeez, I, mean, I was so nervous. It was the first person
0: I ever called. I'm like, sorry. Interestingly, that call to Russell Okun came with the sixth overall pick back in 2010. John Schneider's first year as general manager for the Seahawks. And this will be the first time that he has the opportunity to pick just about that high this year. It's it's going to be different. We haven't experienced since
2: since the first year we were here. We had uh, you know the two first round draft picks, and uh, so there's a lot of um, planning, a lot of uh, you know thoughts that go through your head, a lot of different scenarios. Um, you know, we may pick at nine, we may not. We don't we don't know yet. We're not. We're going to do whatever we can to help this football team as much as we possibly can, and and uh, it's a, it's obviously. Exciting, but it's not necessarily a place that you want to be drafting.
0: In addition to having the ninth overall pick, they also have back to back second rounders at number 40 and number 41. yeah, that was a big part of the,
2: the trade, you know uh, being able to uh, have that flexibility with the second uh, draft pick, especially in this year's draft, the way th- you know the way things look to us. Uh, but it does give you flexibility in picking back to back or being able to uh, move around if, if, if we deem necessary.
0: There's some speculation that one of those top three picks they could be used on a quarterback who would compete with Drew Locke, Jacob Eason, and newly re-signed Geno Smith for the starting job. Here's how Carroll felt about the deal for Geno Smith.
1: Yeah, it's real important for this stability moving forward. You know, he he's been here a number of years. He's got great background with us, and uh, you know, so he brings that that real sense of uh, you know what we're all about and. Uh, he can. He's helping the the younger quarterbacks, you know, as they're transitioning and to learning our stuff. Um, he's a great illustration for them what you know what it takes, and also it it feels good. He's really excited about the opportunity, and it's going to be a real competition. Pete has also gotten a better look at Drew Locke since the offseason program began earlier this week. His, his first impression for me is that he's really excited about about the new energy of our club. Uh, the energy that, that he can feel from, you know, the players and the coaches about his opportunity. Um, he's upbeat and, and very comfortable with how the, everything's gone so far. So um, it's been really quick, but uh, he's been open to, to say that, you know, and express that. And so, uh, um, you know, it's a new lease on life for him. And he's he's looking forward to taking full advantage of that. He's coming in with his competitive hat on and ready to roll. So um, it's going to be really exciting to see how he how he fits in.
0: Now, before we get into some of the nitty-gritty draft stuff, listen to Schneider rave about the energy in the building as everyone returned to the VMAC this week. You know, it do sound like I work out all the time, but I was getting a workout in yesterday morning watching TV.
2: And, uh, you know, they were talking about, you know, the NFC West and all the problems that it has and everything. And I don't know, it just brought me back to this energy of like, a, you know, the 2012 draft when, you know, we, we overdrafted a pass rusher and we, we drafted a linebacker that didn't have any instincts and, you know, we drafted a quarterback that didn't, you know, fit the height mold. And we overdrafted a nickelback and we overdrafted a third down back. And, you know, we converted a defensive lineman to an offensive lineman who is still playing for those who are keeping track or was last year. But, um, you know, uh, it just, and then afterwards, right. Everybody giving us F's. And, but the, the, the message is that in this building, we were super excited. We knew where we were headed. You know, Pete um, and his staff had a great plan. Um, it was loaded with
0: competition, and, and and we're excited to see that competition. And I suppose if you really wanted to read into that, you could uh, make a comparison that it's different with Russell Wilson out of the building. Maybe, maybe there's something there. Maybe not. But as promised, let's get into the draft talk first. Hearing about the Seahawks' draft grading process,
2: I say our grading scale. It's really, it's really like Al Davis dick steinberg and and ron wolf kind of combined and we've added we've added a couple you know things to it um so it's not like our our grading scale it is our grading scale but it was developed way before we And that includes drafting for your team not necessarily for the league so that's again why you know sometimes you see you know um rankings or whatever you know in 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 the media and we draft for our team we don't draft for um, like what the how the league feels about people—that's where you get in trouble.
0: Schneider also talked about the effect of the team's tweaked defensive scheme and
1: how that will have an impact on the draft process. It's still a hybrid three-four that that is very similar to the stuff that we've done for the over over years. But uh, Clint has a has a some background, and and Sean has a background, and and uh, and also with Carl that it, you know we're 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 working to expand. We're we're always trying to get better, and so. Um, as we as we go through this, you'll watch and see how we do it. But uh, I think you'll see some you'll see us being affected by the by the, the new outlook. Some.
0: Finally, we had some interesting comments during the press conference about John Schneider saying that they turned off the music and they're learning German. Now the Seahawks do have a German player on the roster, and Aaron Donker, which you'll hear Pete say that it's it's about getting to know the players better, but. An important thing to know is that the Seahawks may be headed to Munich this season to take on the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are guaranteed to have a home game in the German city this coming season.
2: I mean, we turned off the music this morning because we've listened to every genre of music you could possibly listen to over the last three weeks. So we started, um, we started with German lessons this morning in there, so um, all the film was running, so. Just, we basically turn the music on when you know after we get through discussions and you know we're just watching game after game that we see feels like we've oh, seen. Peter
1: I get, I get yeah, lost really sorry. Well,
2: there was a really long one in there. Yeah, Schlaf gut, was easy and then yeah. So, so you talk to Aaron or yeah. some reason
1: yeah. you yeah. pick German? Or? Just trying to get a little bit better, you know, with her teammates, I'm trying to learn them. So I
0: don't know. It, it may be just uh, to be able to communicate in German with Aaron Donker but something tells me that the Seahawks may have a game coming up in Munich this season. Really looking forward to that, if that happens. So, that's going to do it for this show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. Check out FieldGoals.com for all of the latest draft talk. Michael Stuffer Edwards, in a fan post, he has his ultimate 2022 Seahawks targeted mock draft so a really good series by Michael there if you want to check that out and you can go back through all of his mock drafts you can get to know a lot of the players where they could go throughout the draft and uh, take a look at it from a Seahawks perspective John P Gilbert has a couple articles out about the draft as well looking at mock drafts looking at cornerbacks also a report about how safety Earl Thomas is looking to come back into the NFL so if you haven't heard that yet, check that out up at FieldGoals.com. I will be back later this week. We've got a ton of shows planned throughout the week, maybe even some live draft talk on draft night for that first round. So be sure you are subscribed to the show, com slash NFL Podcasts. And I will be back talking more Seahawks. Until then, go Hawks.